1: New trend alert. Tell me something honest.
2: The Tuckerel game against the Raiders?
3: Might have been a fumble.
4: 20 years later, and still uh, too soon for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, if I yeah. recall correctly, you were in Chicago. On September, on January 19 2002, right? Yeah, you were in Chicago. Okay, okay. Yeah, I still remember like it was yesterday. I still remember digging my car out from that blizzard at what was then Foxboro Stadium. Uh, this was this was so long ago. Gillette Stadium was being constructed was under construction at the time. This was the last game at Foxborough Stadium. Do you remember the name fact.
5: of it? Do you remember the name of it at the time The working the working title?
4: No, what was the, the working over? title? This is before naming rights of Gillette. Oh, wait. Yeah. no, you, yeah, I'm stumped. Well, I don't remember. You don't remember it. this. What, what, what was it?
5: It wasn't Gillette. Stadium wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay, let me let me think of it. Let me
4: think let me of it. Let me think of it. Let me think of it come
5: back. it will come back. Yeah, was it.
4: Was it, it, was was it a brand? Was it a? Was it a brand? Was it a was it naming? Was it another institution that naming? rights? Yeah,
5: it was a brand. I
4: don't really know. I think the company. Uh, like, I don't want to speak out
5: of school because uh, somebody out there in the company be like, no, we fine. What do you mean? We ain't having problems. We never had problems, but once upon a time it was called was CGI it? Field. CGI Field.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that you say it, yes. Now that you say it, and yes. So what what could it what that could was have the been? plan.
5: Then they kind of pulled that back. But Tom Brady, hey, listen, that ain't nothing new. We knew it was a fumble. It was a bad rule. It was a rule. So they had to follow the so rule. So it wasn't a fumble.
4: But it was, if that was a rule, it wasn't it a fumble. Was straight, it, but if it wasn't yeah, that was, was it wasn't a fumble, it was the right call. Yeah, like, but you know what? I don't know if it's a right Common sense tells you it's a fumble, the right but the even, rule, but the rule book says otherwise. Even with the tuck rule, even with the tuck
5: rule by, you know, like pulling it back in. I'm not sure he was pulling it back. You think he was pulling it back in?
4: Ooh. No, he That's wasn't. That's a great play. He wasn't. He wasn't pulling it back in. It was a pump fake. I used to know this. <laughs> it was so a fumble. Crazy, no, I, shout out to Walt You, Coleman. you know what's so crazy?
5: I used to know that rule by heart I, from, from the definition of the rule book,
4: the, the letter of the uh, rule many there. years,
5: many years after the the Tuck rule game, they changed it. And Mike Pereira at the time, I don't think Mike Pereira was still with the NFL with, with the officiating crew. He said, oh, yeah, I never liked that rule. But hey, OK, now nah, you say something like a lot of people now are saying, oh, yeah, that was a bad idea. But it was a brilliant play by two guys, Greg Beekert and Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson was all over it. Knew it was coming. And the, the uh, behind the music on that play is that, you know, the Patriots are known for Spygate and all that stuff. The Raiders had heard the call. So Raiders heard the call and they disguised the knowledge that they had. So Woodson, Woodson knew what was coming. So That's why
4: he, that's why he was a free rusher. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. Let's let's let let's play this game though. Um, you know, obviously, Patriots history, NFL history as we know it, would not have transpired without the Tuck rule. They would not have gone on to be Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game the following weekend. They would not have gone on to upset the Rams Super Bowl thirty-six in the Superdome. Um, yeah, and you know that a couple of weeks later. Um, but it's fun to kind of play the Doctor Strange, you know, back going back in time, looking at all the different permutations of of, of what could have been. So, I mean, do the Steelers and your man Bill Cowher, do they do they win that Super Bowl? Do they? Okay, like so, the Ra- Raiders fans they're sensitive about it, right? So, do the Raiders uh, and that 2001 Oakland Raiders team do they win the Super Bowl and? Therefore, John Gruden never goes to the Bucks and wins a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's roster. That's one. Do the Steelers with Cordell Stewart, do they win the AFC and perhaps also beat the Rams in the Super Bowl? Or as we like to enjoy uh, that memory of us seeing the Rams at the hotel kind of feeling themselves a little too much. Are the Rams that dynasty, Kurt Warner's Rams, the dynasty that they thought they were going to be yeah. Uh, with a second Super Bowl title in three seasons. And more specifically, I'll give you one more and then you take it more specifically just just in New England. Does Bledsoe definitely get traded to Buffalo the following year. Brady is not who, who we come to know him as because he doesn't win a Super Bowl that year. But is, is is that even his team? Enlighten us.
5: All right. All right, so let's go macro. Let's go macro first macro uh, do the Steelers win the Super Bowl? No, they don't that year. Uh, do the Raiders win the Super Bowl that year? No, they don't. Do the Rams become a dynasty? Yes, they do because I'm not going to give so nobody,
4: but the, nobody, gi- but the Patriots beats the Rams in in the Superdome is what you're saying.
5: Well, no, 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 not. Oh, right. Right. Because I'm not going to assign a Super Bowl title to somebody who never did it like the Cordell Stewart sure. Steelers yeah. didn't win it. Yeah. yeah. Now the Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis last year, we know the whole story. They won it. Uh, Rich Gannon, Raiders never won it. As a matter of fact, they got there the next year, and they got as Emmitt Smith. They would lost say, to Yeah, lost got to John,
4: Gruden. yeah, lost to John Gruden's Buccaneers. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, nasty in a nasty way. So I think maybe John Gruden stays. Uh, the The Rams are the dynasty, and yeah. bring it back to the micro. Drew Bledsoe. See you later.
4: Deuces. He's gone regardless. Yeah, out. Yeah. For the, same, for the same reason that he for the seventh for the same reason that he was same never going to get the back. job back because because exactly. Belichick was always looking to bench him for Tom Brady. I guess this story kind of like it, it made me chuckle today, not just because it's been 20 years. Where is the time gone? But last night, I watched the Flashpoint Paradox on HBO Max. So I'm kind of just in this in this and Dr. Strange is out tonight. Some kind of just this mood of multiverse uh, examination. So, and the greatest Spider-Man yeah, remains yeah. into the spider verse. Um and today has a theme going? of unfinished business. Are you going tonight? To? No, I'm going I'm I'm no I'm going tomorrow only because Savannah is busy tonight and it's a school night and she can't go. It's me and Savannah's thing that we go to see all the Marvel movies, all the premieres of Marvel together. So we'll go tomorrow night That's after right. she gets out of school. I love that. You are you are go and you're going when? Uh
5: probably over the weekend probably yeah. uh I think Saturday I think we're going to ear market so by,
4: so so by Monday before we move on we can commit that by Monday we will be able to unpack well we can't without spoilers we can't give us spoilers after the first week, weekend but we'll be able to at least react Is generally speaking I think so that's being polite that's the rule but gen- generally speaking we'll okay. be able to react to the multiverse of madness on Monday that's a deal barring anything unforeseen
5: yeah okay say Okay,
4: good. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tentatively. yeah. I mean, it's just tentatively. Uh, and, and,
5: uh We have an agreement in principle. We have an agreement in principle. agreement in
4: principle. Yes. There the you agreement go. In principle. And those can fall yes, apart. Nobody had an agreement in principle with the San Francisco 49ers elsewhere in social media today. Uh, Debo Samuel uh, decided to refollow the 49ers and like, uh, like a post that. about John Lynch from the aforementioned 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Hall of Famer John Lynch now general manager saying oh yeah nothing. there's nothing happened that we can't figure out that we can't work out are you buying it as all good between Debo and the 49ers
5: I, I might have to buy it I mean he he followed them this is a big deal and look if you were if you were followed in a nutshell. By, <laughs> if you were you if you were followed by Debo Samuel Debo, I don't know if you are. Does Debo Samuel follow uh, Michael Smith?
4: Uh, I need, seriously you, you doubt you it. Not, I I, had, I hadn't checked. Know. I seriously doubt it. Yeah.
5: But if he starts following you, you're like, okay, this means okay. something, right? Don't you think that? It's not it's not accidental either. It means something or he was hacked. So I, I choose <laughs> to say, I'm gonna go with he wants something. He he is down with me. Debo's my guy. He's liking my post. He's following my organization still wearing my jersey and maybe what he's trying to do now. Okay, the cynical side of it is
4: this is doing the all up this. text. This is the this is yeah. the new age you up text
5: right. or or here's here's a little more cynical. Look, I can't do anything. I want to do without John Lynch being on my side. I don't want to alienate him. I don't want to say anything in the media that will upset him. So I'm that's not, him. That's, that's not
4: cynical. That's that's how cynical. That's practical. I don't think that's cynical at all. That's practical. It can it be practical and, and, and
5: cynical because wouldn't you sure. just hope that you could just follow somebody. I just followed you because I love you. I followed you because I like what
4: you I like your program. And did not mean anything else and did not mean anything more and than that. A, no, you know, not not nowadays. Not when the new thing is when you get upset, you got to scrub your social media. But my thing is like if you're going to go that far, if you're going to go that far and let me say something. I completely Sympathize, empathize, support the plight of one Debo Samuel. If you don't want to be somewhere, you shouldn't have to be that in that place because they drafted you. Especially if you mm. outperform your contract and not and not paying you accordingly. Okay, so well, whatever the reason is, that, which by the way, what you gonna do? Well, but but no, I'm saying he has a no, I'm saying he has a right. He has a right to want to be somewhere else. Obviously, okay. so that takes right. cooperation to your point. That yeah. takes cooperation on a part of your employer. I'm saying if you're Debo Samuel, and you and you don't want to be there, even though we don't know why we still don't know. We have rumors and suggestions and innuendo and tabloid conjecture as to why he doesn't want to be in San Francisco. We still have not heard it directly from him. Okay, we've heard reports and and secondhand knowledge that he wants out and he's confirmed it in so many ways. Having said all that though, if you are going to scrub your social media, same with Kyler Murray, you're going to scrub your social media. Of all things, Niners or Cardinals, as the case may be, you kind its kind of hard to just walk that back. Like, you should save that. You should say the "I'm done with this franchise." Save that for when you're really done with this franchise. And furthermore, if you're going to request a trade from the franchise, request the trade when you and your representation knows that there is a trade to be made. All reason he doesn't oh, walk back into the Niners facility with egg on his face, he doesn't have egg on his face because the Niners oh, and their fan base are certainly welcoming him back with open arms. No harm, no foul here. All I'm simply saying is, is if you want to trade, you don't do a 180 and an about face this quickly. If you really want to be up out of there, that's all. Keep it right there. Keep it right there. I love it. You know what i say 2022 in a
5: nutshell. There it is. Okay. Take, take this back to 2002. Can you imagine your, your Boston Globe days? We, we started off in 2002 and Tom Brady and Tucker Boston Globe days. Who's on the desk? Champ, Bob Duffy. Okay, uh, you know, you, you go back to those. Joe like, Saul. Uh, sh-
4: <laughs> Who? Joe Sullivan? Joe Sullivan. Yeah, you Joe go Sullivan, back. Of course.
5: <laughs> you go Squire back to those days. She, Cheryl Curtis. Yeah, a lot of folks back there. Um, you, you hey, showed it I got, him, I got a said, scoop. <laughs> hey, put this headline on it.
4: The yeah. headline. No, it's. it's to... What are you Interesting times about? we live in. Interesting what, times what, we live like in. Like there was
5: no. Just twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, there's no IG and a and a player. So if a player decided to and there's no there's no equivalent. That's what's so beautiful about. It. There's no equivalent right. twenty years ago to this this player. You could do this
4: without holding out. You could do it. at. There's no money. You just you just kick up dust. dusty create it's drama. So you're, not, you're not holding out back in the day. You had to withhold your services. You had to like you couldn't you had to not show up for something in order to show them that you meant business nowadays. Right. Let me go ahead and scrub my account of all things related to this team just to get people's attention without incurring when any I kind could, of fine.
5: I, I could sell it though. I can sell it if I'm Debo. I can sell it and say it's not what you think it is. So just like in, in, in 2022, we talk about, you know, just kind of doing a, a, a purge, you know, you go on a you go on a, a just a little like a week a week long. And, hey, I'm going to cut out the sugars. I'm going to cut out all the bad stuff. I'm going to reset. And so all Devo needs to say is look, it had nothing to do with the 49ers. I scrubbed everything, even though that's not true. Mm, How yeah, about it? did. I scrubbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see I scrubbed. I peeled back just to see what's important to me. And now I'm rebuilding.
4: <laughs> I can't follow. Everybody. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Sure. I didn't I didn't see, like I, I didn't like that, what they were posted. Honestly, my problem was not with my contract. It was not with the way I'm being used. I yeah, just didn't like what the social media team was posting. Their content strategy really didn't sit too well with me. And so I just needed is. to let them know that they weren't the say, interesting follow to me that they weren't work that they once were.
5: I've been in a similar position lately. My, my wife has given me such a hard time. I was like, really? I didn't understand if this bothered you so much. My wife was looking at my phone. You know, I- I've never been like, really like a techie, you know, like the latest kind of phone thing. So I didn't even know what kind of iPhone I had, like iPhone 5, I think, 6. She's like, could you get a new phone? Could you please get a new phone? I was like, what? Does, does it bother you? She said, yes. I said, why? Your phone's bootleg, she said. It's bootleg, okay. So I got a new phone. Here it is. New phone. Here's, here's my wife. Nice. Um, nice. And so I guess it's an iPhone 12, 13, one of these. But as I got a new phone, you go through this process. Michael, you say, you know, too many people have my number. So I need to maybe in the transfer. You know, maybe I just need to cut some
4: or block some. Yeah, but not. <laughs> yeah, but not your, but not but not your employer a lesson until it is confirmed that they will be your former employer. So to quote silver linings playbook, if it's me reading the signs, this is Debo Samuel coming to the realization that he's too good for his own good and that the Niners ain't trading me. So I might as well. Get comfortable, get happy, move on as if nothing happened because guess what? Nobody will remember this. Once he's traded. or want to once he returns. There'll be a quick little media gathering at camp and nobody will remember. Remember this Especially once they have the press conference announcing which could be any day now announcing his yeah. long-term extension. Nobody will remember that once upon a time he threw a, a modern-day temper tantrum in the form of unfollowing. Speaking of temper tantrum. Well, you, we got one more have, unfinished business story. I want to get to go ahead. Well, just
5: r- 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 two quick questions when you have 851,000 followers, which I don't have uh, and Debo <laughs> Samuel do. unfollows you. Do they say Get <laughs> you get a notification?
0: No, 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 you know, you don't get a, You don't get a
4: un, You don't get an unfollow notification. You get a follow notification follow. Somebody has to search the followers in order to see who they're not or search the following and column to see who they're not following. What's the second question okay. before we move on?
5: And here's the other thing. other question is does one have to follow one's employer? I'd say no. Yeah, separation of church and state. Hey, I, I got no problem with you. I got no beef with you. I'm just when I'm at work. You got my You got my 100% attention when I'm not at work. I just like to keep that separate. Is, it, is that cool with you? I, I ain't got no problem. I just I'm just not following you on IG. It shouldn't be a headline.
4: So if I don't follow, so if right. I don't follow brother from another or NBC Sports or you, you're not taking it personally is what you're telling me. You kind of got it, from you know, another, you ca- you
5: ca- Brother from another No, shouldn't take it personally. Uh, Peacock shouldn't take it personally but I knew you before this. So that that might be personal, but okay.
4: I I think I think it just I I think it illustrates one's commitment to that entity. Speaking of commitment. Baker Mayfield remains committed to the Cleveland Browns and um, Jake Trotter had a really good uh, deep dive as we called it um, on uh, Baker Mayfield and how we got to this point Um, to the point where he's just in limbo and You know, Michael, you and I have a difference of opinion on Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, the quality of quarterback. You're higher on him than I am. Uh, I gave Baker Mayfield a lot of grief um, for that. uh, Goodbye letter. He posted once word got out that the Browns were pursuing Deshaun Watson. But I can feel I can feel that Baker Mayfield is not that good but I could also understand that he went through four coaches in his first three seasons. If i if I if I remember that correctly, I could also understand that his shoulder was falling off. Or his left shoulder was falling off for the majority of this past season. I could also understand and, and acknowledge that typically quarterbacks get more blame and credit than they deserve. But last but not least and this is my biggest problem with this and this is the question I want to pose just because the Browns can do something. Does that mean that they have to like we were talking to Charles Robinson the other day uh, and many have suggested this that the Browns they could just you know, like Joe Clark said, I ain't got to do nothing but stay black and die the Browns since they are paying him anyway, they could just sit on him and see what happens with Deshaun Watson and how long he's suspended for and and, and force Baker Mayfield to come back. It's like, is that the right way to do this? give it like mm. I just I have a, I, and I think I told you this at the beginning. I had a problem with how the Browns were handling or mishandling this situation. Right. Nobody's so, going to give them anything of value and pay him $18 million. So like, can I make a suggestion to Harvard's own Andrew Barry? When I say, yes. how about how about you give us a six round pick for Baker Mayfield? We'll pay the $18 million that we have to pay him anyway but since we don't want to cut him, how about we give you a six round pick for him, Seattle? Or you give us a six round pick for him, Seattle, if you're still interested. That's the only place right now that seems to make sense. But we don't want him being a free agent. You give us a six round pick with conditions attached. And if he balls out, it goes up as high as a third round pick. Deal, deal. Nah. It feels so simple. Can't it be that it was all that simple? No? What am I yeah, missing here? It could I just be. don't think the Browns should squat be. on this dude. You've already decided. You want the Sean Watson and everything that comes in. Yeah, You signed Jacoby Brissett to back him up, and in the event of his inevitable suspension, this just feels unfair to me. I know life ain't fair, but it just feels like the Browns doing something because they can. I only. And disagree dare I said I feel sorry for Baker.
5: Good, I like that. I only disagree with two small things that you said. Two, two, two. Uh, everything else makes sense, but just um, these these are just like very, very just like small details. Six to a third seems extreme. Now,
4: six to. Well, a well we're just fifth, no, not not no, six. not not immediate. No, 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 not immediate. There's know, I know, I know, a, I know a what scale. you're saying. Like conditions. Okay, like, I, but no, I'm saying, but it, wouldn't go, it wasn't jump. Wide. But it wasn't jump. But no, it wouldn't jump from a six to a three. It would go six to five based on certain playing time uh, incentives, and then to a I four. I know, I like that. But that's and still then, too- and then, in an extreme, if he if, if was a Super Bowl or something, it's a th- it's a third. I'm not saying it's a third easily yeah, I'll you meet you there. like it's a scale. I'll meet you there. Okay. I would
5: go on, yeah. on a sliding scale. I wouldn't go four to six. I wouldn't go three to six. That's all. But just, okay. That's, just a small that's detail. fine. That's fine. And, and here's the other thing. Here's the other small detail. When you say hey, what the Browns are doing is wrong. I agree what they're doing, what they're how they're acting is wrong. But we the, the the thing I don't like is we've, we've given all the power to the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield has power that he may not even realize. I'm going to show you. Here's an example. Here's an example. Okay, you're not going to trade me. Well, I'm just going to be a professional. Uh, I'm number six for the Cleveland Browns and you know what quarterbacks do in the offseason. They go to the facility. They work out. They get treatment. I'm coming in and if you tell me I can't come in. Well, wait a minute. What did I do wrong? Am I in violation? Uh, Is there cause you're about to
4: cut me? Why? Yeah. Why can't I
5: come to the facility? Force, Why can't I come to issue. team meetings?
4: Mc, McNair did that's that. What? Rest in peace. McNair did that with Baltimore. At, or was it Tennessee or Baltimore? Remember when McNair showed up to the facility and they basically it, it, they locked him out? I forget which franchise it was that did that. I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, that's it might have been Baltimore. That's a violation of the CBA. Steve McNair? Yeah, Steve McNair did right. that. They forced the issue. Yeah. Isn't that, a, isn't that
5: a violation of the CBA? You can't, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not suspending. Yeah, no, you can't stop her from uh, working.
4: You can't stop her from working. You can't working. stop me from working. I just don't like the Browns holding I'm this gonna dude I'm going to come to meetings. Free Baker. Like, free him. Listen, like, he's not in your plan. He does that, to be like, no, nah, we got to hold on to you unless and until somebody decides Mike, to pay you $18.5 million. Like, that's, nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's giving you that. Mike, let me tell nobody's, you. Nobody's taking on that does, contract. If he does my plan, he'll be
5: traded next week. If he, st- if he starts issue. acting like if he starts acting like the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, which he technically is,
4: <laughs> okay. just act like oh I still live here. Like why, why my <laughs> key not working? Why my key card ain't working? I thought I still worked they here. They trade him. I thought I still worked here. What you mean? What you mean I can't come to lift weights? What you mean I can't come <laughs> to rehab? It's
0: messed up. Do you want a beautiful lawn?
3: he just came away with a comfort level very early on that he's the most prepared uh, coming out, and you know he's coming from a pro system, and we've watched him grow from a you know a sophomore into a that senior year where he helped them up pit win the win the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, so you saw that up close and personal, and in doing that, we never anticipated that he would have been available to us but obviously when we pick Kenny we valued him
4: I expected to be fierce because I know I know all three guys I don't expect anyone to take a back seat um you know the challenge is 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 from a structure standpoint man are we providing enough of a platform for all the guys to show what they're capable of and and so that's going to be the challenge component of it I'm excited about watching these guys compete man just like I am at at, at any position where you got some viable options and so you know, we'll proceed with that understanding that, you know, it's going to be challenging from an organization standpoint, but it's a good challenge. And, and I'm excited about watching those guys perform. That's Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin with PFTPM and rich Eisen respectively, like Michael, going back to an argument as Chris Sims joins us, going back to the argument we had a while ago in Mitchell Trubisky, just the perfect person to have a quarterback competition with, but that should be Kenny Pickett's job. And Chris, one of the things like that we were talking about a couple of days ago after the draft, man, it's our first time talking to you post draft is that, you know, obviously the quarterbacks in the league didn't wasn't really on this quarterback class and they all fell and one guy went in the first round. Um, honestly, man, they all landed in such prime situations, whether that's Howell with the commanders, whether that's corral with the Panthers, whether that's Ritter uh, with the Falcons and whether that's um, Willis with the Titans who we'll get to in a moment or with that story, but first and foremost, Kenny Pickett, like this dude is walking into a situation where he probably should win offensive rookie of the year going away. Like doesn't have the greatest offensive line, but got Najee Harris behind him, got a receiver room that now includes George Pickens and Calvin Austin draft picks and a defense to lean upon and just infrastructure. How perfect besides the fact that he stays in Pittsburgh. We know that's a, a, a fairy tale story, but how perfect. Is this set up for Kenny Pickett? And for that matter, the rest of this rookie quarterback class, given the circumstances that they landed in.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's why we saw them drop, right? Because I think there was only a few number of teams that were really in the quarterback market. So once they didn't get drafted in the first round, they were like, wait, there's only a few teams here that we actually want quarterbacks. And we got more quarterbacks than teams that actually need them. I think that was part of it. Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh... It's like, it's a little bit like the Aiden Hutchinson, you know, to the Detroit Lions. It's just perfection in a lot of ways for both sides. Yeah, they, we know they know each other, sure, you know, but yeah, leader to be Rookie of the Year certainly would probably be the guy that I would probably, if I had a bet right now, would be him. He's pro-ready, he's a quarterback. We know if you win and you're the starting quarterback as a rookie, more times than not, you've got a good chance to win Rookie of the Year, unless there's somebody like a Jamar Chase that comes on the scene and just sets the world on fire. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I think that's what we look at with Pickett. Pickett, to me, was poor man's Mac Jones. That's really what he was. A guy that's a pro. He's ready. He's going to get in his first meeting and the first training camp and understand all the things he needs to do to be a professional. And hes gonna, he ran a pro offense in, in college. So he's going to be able to get on the field and feel comfortable there. And I also, within that, okay, so he's ready. And to your point, Michael Smith, I think Pittsburgh thinks like, hey, we're not rebuilding. We're ready still. They're not looking at it yeah. like, oh, wow, this is a total rebuild. You said it right. The offensive line's got some pieces. They're getting better. Frayer Muth at tight end. The two receivers, oh, about Minka, Farber. T.J. Yeah. Watt. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So they're, they're not that far off. And so, I think that's why the knowledge of him and you know, where they are as a team, it made a lot of sense.
4: Well, actually speaking of knowledge, Michael, let me go to your wheelhouse your other wheelhouse your 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 back wheelhouse Bill Cower. I'm not saying that this dude is going to Hall of Fame and I ain't saying he's as good as Roethlisberger was coming out of Miami of Ohio, nor. I mean, one could argue whether or not this Steelers supporting cast or this team is as good as the Steelers were when they got Roethlisberger, but doesn't it kind of sort of feel like the '04 four Steelers when Roethlisberger came in as a rookie and at that point had one of the best rookie seasons in NFL history because he was able to kind of come into this just ready-made situation and they go 15 and one again, not saying this team goes 15 and one, but do you see the similarities yeah. there, Michael? I can
5: see it. I wonder. I wonder if they'll handle it this way though because with Roethlisberger as you guys remember, he's drafted in the first round yeah. high in the first round and he was told immediately you're going to be the third stringer. You're going to be the third yeah. stringer. It's going to be a redshirt year. Uh, the job belongs Who's the to starter? Tommy Maddox.
4: Tommy uh, Maddox. Yeah, Maddox. Maddox right. So it's Trubisky, mad. Tommy mad Maddox.
5: Roethlisberger was drafted too.
4: It, it, it's then, Trubisky. And maybe and Tommy Charlie Maddox, batch. in this case, Charlie yeah. Batch is yeah. a backup. That's so Mason Rudolph. Maddox
5: starts the season <laughs> batch gets hurt. Yeah. And then Roethlisberger yeah. goes in there and then yeah. then he never yeah. gave the job up again. So I won. But yeah. I think the similarity I like Chris is that Roethlisberger and they really had they had the brakes on him, man. they really did you are mm-hmm. like, don't look at that side of the field. No, there's nothing mm-hmm. over good. Nothing good over there for you. Run this play. Don't audible do this. But the, the point to him was this is not your team. Do what we tell All you right. to do. Keep this thing. Don't, over. don't the turn car. the ball over. Yep. Yep. We'll be in pretty good shape. I, I could see it. Uh, what, what do you think Chris? Do you think that even as a rookie Kenny Pickett is capable of doing something like that?
1: Definitely first off, Pittsburgh's one of those teams that just when you doubt them. I mean, that's when Mike Tomlin just thrives. I mean, just think about, you know, a few years ago. I mean, they were were in the playoff race with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph playing, like, below average quarterback play. And we're going, whoa, they're still involved in this. This is crazy. Or even the last two years, it was crazy. I mean, we know you guys saw the quarterback play. Go ahead, do it. Yeah. I know you want to do it. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. Go ahead, rip them. So, so, yep. So, this is, like, this is, to me, you know, Again, I think Ben Roethlisberger, when he got drafted by Pittsburgh, yes, I see some of those similarities for sure. I don't think Kenny Pickett's as talented as Ben Roethlisberger, but he's more ready to go day one than Ben Roethlisberger Hmm. as far as running Hmm. the offense, knowing checks, how to go to to the right place with the ball and all that. I really think it'll be a real competition. Mike Tomlin will say all the things and say the three-headed monster. It's between Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. We know what Mason Rudolph is. He's a backup quarterback, period. Trubisky has talent and more talent than maybe we all want to give him credit for. But I think he's going to have to, for lack of a better phrase, probably show his ass and really kick ass no, during great, training no, camp in the preseason phrase. to win the job. I can't
4: lack of a better <laughs> phrase. What better phrase is that? But you know, <laughs> that's uh, the but, best phrase. You're right.
1: That just keep, the best keep, phrase keep, out there.
4: <laughs> Keeping with this theme though, you know, with whether it's Maddox to Roethlisberger or in Tennessee, look, it's not a first round pick. So it's not the same threat level as as, as you know, um, the guys we're talking about, but Malik Willis in Tennessee. Um, you know, a lot of to do about Ryan Tannehill saying the quiet part out loud. That ain't his job to mentor Malik Willis. What obligation does he have? I I don't understand why anybody would have a problem with somebody saying it is not my contractual obligation right. nor my moral obligation to train and develop my replacement. Because yeah, mm-hmm. there's something to be said for being a professional and helping somebody. You know, if they seek help, if they ask a question, answering it honestly. There's a a huge middle ground between, hey, let me groom you to be my younger, cheaper replacement, which we know the math here. that, That Ideally, the perfect world the Titans would love that, and slashing your tires or giving you a fake playbook and undermining your development. There's a huge middle ground there. All Ryan Tannehill has to do is be the best quarterback he can be, and if Kenny Pickett picks up off of that, great. Excuse me, not Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis picks up off of that, great. So I don't know Chris if you have a mentoring story from your career or, or maybe you experienced it. Maybe you saw it, but I thought Kurt Warner who I love was real hypocritical and, and like like dude, you're retired. You didn't like it with Eli Manning, you know, was rather to take your job like or Matt liner for that matter uh, in Arizona. It's like where does anybody get off telling Ryan Tannehill how he should handle
1: his maybe era parent as a third round pick. I, I'm with you. I mean, first off, it's, it's, it's a business. It's competition. Yeah, they're on the same team. There's only one quarterback that can play on the field at the same time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you're, it's not he doesn't have to babysit or give the guy every clue in the world on every play. No, I know. Listen, I, I'm one that would sit there and go, man, I, I would love to hear what Eli Manning and Matt Leiner have to say about Kurt Warner. Did, did Kurt share every detail of knowledge he had with them? You know, that's one thing. And if he did, that's great. And he went above and beyond. But Ryan Tannehill, just don't be a jerk. That's the only thing. And he won't be. Right. If if, if Malik Willis asks a question, he's going to answer it. But yes, the thing you do, like I did with Brad Johnson when I got drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was I just watched everything he did. I didn't even want him to ask him too many questions because I didn't want to annoy him. I knew he had more important things. So I just was like, Okay, that's what he's doing. All right, he gets here then, and then he looks at the playbook, and then he watches some film, and then we go to the meeting. Okay, I'm going to start doing that too. And I just started to follow, and you learn that way. And then you'll learn other things and other tricks of the trade as it goes along. People making way too big of a deal about it, no doubt about it. I I agree. But I will say to your point too, Michael Smith, I mean, yeah, like Ryan Tannehill, this is different too. This is not like old guy quarterback passing it to – oh, inevitable young guy is going to take right, over right. the torch here. This is where it's a little right. different. This is a guy that's at the end of the prime of his career and has played really good and had a crappy playoff game that left a bad taste in all our mouths. And then you yeah. got Malik Willis, who was talked about in the first round. And yes, it ended up being the third round. But I still think it's a pick that's kind of puts Ryan Tannehill on notice to go, you better play really good yeah. this year because we got a guy here that a lot of teams thought was a first rounder and he's got first round right. talent. And if you kind of trip and up cheap, he could be the future here real soon. Yeah.
5: Hey, you know, what, can, can I just say, uh, okay. I, I need, I need, I need more receipts from shady McCoy. We saw that tweet from him. Oh, don't call yourself a good teammate. And I need receipts from Kurt Warner because th- there are different types of mentors, right? We all have mentors or all have been mentors. I'll bet if Kurt Warner after his MVP season, I think they drafted. I think the Rams drafted Ryan Fitzpatrick Bulger. at some point. I don't know if Warner was gone by that point. Oh yeah, but right. But okay, let's just say, let's just pretend that they're on the roster at the same time. They may not have been. But Ryan Fitzpatrick was a seventh-round pick, I think. And Kurt Warner was MVP. Okay, yeah, you might mentor that guy because he's not a threat. There's no way that Kurt Warner is going to mentor somebody who the organization has brought in to replace him. I'm just sorry. I, I just don't think that's I think that's dishonest if he's saying you, you he want to do mentor it, him?
4: push. Him. I don't believe him Com- compete, right? Like 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 they ought to
1: compete. You, you compete with him. You push. Him. Yeah, you show, Listen, you show him. The, I don't, by I don't think too, I don't think Tom Brady was holding Jimmy Garoppolo's hand and going Jimmy, Absolutely let me teach not. you every trick. so right, You could right. steal my job, right? right? Like get the right. hell out of here with that. First off, and if and Chris, I was in the, if I was Ryan Tannehill's shoes, my answer would have been the same thing. Like, Hey, I yeah. love Malik Willis. It's cool. He's here. I'm going to beat his butt every day in practice. And if he's got yeah. some questions, the want then so be it. Chris, it's not personal. Come on,
5: Chris. I thank you for bringing up Brady and Garoppolo. I got an even better one for you from the horse's mouth. Brady and drew Bledsoe Bledsoe did act as a mentor. I know. You
1: uh-huh. know why?
5: He said it. I didn't think this guy was any good. He was like, <laughs> you know, nice little smart guy. Right. Backup. He right. said, you know what? Right. He said on the record, he said, I thought he'd be Jason Garrett. He I, I'm Troy Aikman, he's Jason Garrett.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he's not really, yeah.
5: He's not gonna push me. But then once Brady took his job, okay. <laughs> it's a little distance yeah. here. It was not a so, sweet, oh my. Good for you!
1: Oh yeah, so, this so is look, so there's, great. There's, there's no one, doubt about it. I there's, know.
5: One,
4: there's one more topic we got to tackle, which we were talking about earlier. If you need to know what a cutthroat business is, not that we got to tell you, Chris Sims, look no further than Cleveland. Okay, former number one pick, first playoff win in 26 years. He struggles badly this year, as does the entire team that missed the playoffs. He's the quarterback until he isn't, and then when they were initially out of the Deshaun Watson sweep sweepstakes, it's like, no, nah, we're not trading you. Yeah, we flirted. Yeah, we've been having a wandering eye since the season. For five months, as Andrew Berry eventually acknowledged, but you're still our quarterback. Oh, now we got the Sean Watson. Okay, we're gonna try to trade you. Oh, nobody wants your contract in a pick. Oh, we are gonna squat on you. We're gonna hold you hostage. How effed up is that? And I congratulations to me for catching myself for once in my life. But how Ooh. messed up is that, Chris Sims, right. that they're holding this dude hostage? I, I, and I, I don't, don't even do like, like Baker Mayfield yeah. like that.
1: I don't even like him like that. But this is messed I, up. I, I, I hear you. You're keeping it real. I mean, that's, that's, that's the real part of this. and I think it's been lost a little bit in translation. You know, we got, hey, a lot of things happened this offseason. Watson got signed by them, a brand new big contract we've never seen before. And I think within that whole process, and this is something Florio and I talked about a little bit on Monday on PFT because it kind of came up out of nowhere. And I was like, I, I, I want to get this off my chest, like, a little bit. Like, I mean, like, I, I was like, wait, everybody. Cleveland absolutely screwed over Baker Mayfield. I mean, screwed him over about as bad as you could screw over a player. And really, in all honesty, I mean, it's as bad as it gets, in my opinion, for treating a guy like you just laid it out. Number one pick of your franchise. He's been a steadfast leader. Hey, maybe not perfect. I get that. But he competes and wants to win. And he plays hurt. And okay, it hasn't always been perfect. And there's the coaching changes and all that. But like... I do a little bit like put Cleveland in the Packers category of like, what the hell did you think was gonna happen, huh? Like, did you not know who oh, Baker we're Mayfield the, was? Oh, are talking about
4: the Jordan Love draft pick, right? We're talking about exactly, Love. like okay. same thing.
1: So you yeah. knew that was gonna disgruntle him. So then you do that. Oh, and then you just thought you were gonna be able to stop forty with Deshaun Boston. and he was just gonna, oh, it's all roses and we're all good and we're best buddies again. I mean, you really thought that was going to happen? I don't even know Baker Mayfield like that, but I could have told you this is the way it was going to go down once the Baker, Deshaun Watson rumor started, but then do that. And then like you said, then wait, Watson says he's not going there. And they're like, well, Baker Mayfield's our quarterback again. And then they realized he didn't want to go there. And so they cornered themselves and had to make a, a huge, big time contract offer that we've never seen ever before. Right. And now they're gonna continue the screwing over of the guy. Wait, this now, late in the process, all the seats are filled. He didn't get exactly. a chance to ever get to the seats while they were open. They screwed him over Let me over, ask you this real time. quick.
4: Let me ask both of the audience real yeah. quick.
1: So, okay, now
4: they're and Limbo as they wait to see how hard the league comes down on the uh-huh. show. Watson. We talked about this the right. other day, Michael. The Trevor Bauer situation may impact that from an optic standpoint to both of you. Right. Is there any chance in hell that they now expect I know he's got a contract for $18.8 million, but expect Baker Mayfield? Didn't they they sign Jacoby Brissett as the backup to Deshaun Watson in case of suspension or whatever? Like, is there a world? Do they really expect us to believe there's a world in which Baker Mayfield comes back to Cleveland?
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm like, there's a part of me, I'm like with Holly too. I'm like, are they really thinking if he gets suspended for a year that Baker's going to come back? and is going to be the starter and do that? I, I don't know either. Stefanski this week talked about the quarterback room and he likes the three they got. I'm sure he doesn't want to deal with that disaster. I'm sure he doesn't. I I almost take that as like, we got three here and I'm trying to get them repped so they can play. I felt like he was talking to the front office like, I don't Mark, want to deal with what, Baker Mayfield back here. It's going to be a he huge issue. Up for so, he's setting everybody it, up for exactly failure.
4: He's setting everybody up for failure. Exactly
1: right. It's, it's a tough one. And to me, I, I mean, Seahawks, Maybe the Saints or another team I look at, but either if way, you got to pay him spot. anyway.
4: If you got to pay him anyway, get any kind of pick you can and attach conditions to it. It shouldn't be that complicated.
1: Hey, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm doing what you said, Michael Smith. I'm starting to show up at the facility every day. No, that was hard. Yeah, that was, let's, do, work let's, out let's do the Steve McNair. Yeah, Let me yeah. squat 500 pounds. If I my hurt quote. myself, you guys owe me 18 million dollars. That's what I would start doing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just trying to be a good man, teammate. Oh man, man. I'm trying to, I'm be right. just trying I'm just to do my job. I'm, I'm trying to get better. I'm, trying, I'm trying to, to get, trying better. get better, coach. Boss. Right. Call a press conference,
4: you know? Be like, what time is the press conference? Hey, what do I, I mean with the media? Tony Garusi? <laughs> What's for lunch? Mary Kay hey.
1: Cabot. What's for lunch? Wait,
4: what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Desha the shard good to see you buddy (laughs) let me show you around
2: (laughs) that would be so amazing the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
4: The end of games is, it's exciting for the fans. And as players, I think you just always got to lean on the work, the work. You know what I mean? It all goes back to the work. You can't cheat the game, right? You got to do your strength and conditioning. You got to lift. You got to get your rest. You got to get your shots up and all that. And when you do that, you live with the results. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, you live with the results. And I think the fact that we see each other day in and day out like that, putting the work in, we trust it. When he comes back to start the fourth, um, for whatever reason, he's fresh. And, um, you know, sometimes I play him too much in the first and the third. And I, I get a bit concerned if I should start him in the fourth but I'd love to sit here and tell you I knew why or how he does it um I just think I don't know if our guys expect it but I know they're grateful for it I mean it's just the will to win you know he sees the matchup he likes and I mean you could hear their bench yelling send him left you can you can try whatever you want to do but you know he has a he has a rebuttal move for you at every time and you know, not only is he can score, he can make a play for somebody else if you leave your man. So tough matchup. It's super impressive, but doesn't surprise me. Uh, so I've been watching it since I was seven or eight or two years old. <laughs> for the most part, I mean, we're still a confident group and
5: we're going to go home and, and, and do what we're supposed to do. You know, like. In the playoffs, uh, the series is not start too, you know, the, the road team wins. And uh, we didn't get one, you know, out of the first two,
4: but go home and take care of business, and we'll be back here for game five. Tom Habastro is back here. So former Rockets teammates, Chris Paul and James Harden, who you just heard from, on opposite ends of the postseason spectrum. Tom, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll get, get a two-for-one in here with both of these series that went to uh, 2-0 last night. Does the uh, departure from Phoenix to Dallas and the arrival of Joel Embiid in the case of, of Heat Celtics, do either of those changes, will they make a difference in either of those series? Enough for them not to end with Suns and Heat respectively, both number one seeds moving on to the conference finals.
3: It all depends on Joel Embiid's status and whether he's going to be able to come back and play in this series. Because you know, in the postseason, uh, they're plus fifty with Embiid on the floor and minus thirty one when DeAndre Jordan is on the floor. That's the series. That's <laughs> the game. Is can Jeez. they get Embiid healthy when when they have a, a chance to get back in this series? Can Embiid come back? Because James Harden, guys, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't. He is a subpar player to what his name suggests. Like we think James Harden, James Harden, James Harden. And what we're seeing is less than. Um, Here's a stat for you that just blew my mind when I came across it there are 56 players this postseason that have scored more than 22 points in a game 56 players this postseason that have scored 23 or more in a game this postseason anywhere from steph curry to Giannis, all the way down to the uh chris boucher and jaden mcdaniels of the world james harden is not one of those 56 players james harden hasn't scored over 22 points in this postseason, and half of those games are without Joel Embiid. So when we're talking about James Harden, this postseason he has been by the metrics, the fourth best player on this Philadelphia 76ers team. And that's not going to cut it. If they're going to have a chance in this series, it's only going to be because of Embiid, because I am waiting yeah. for the real James Harden to show up. And he has been totally MIA, no pun intended.
4: Mavs have a chance oh, real quick nice. on, just to cover the, to cover the other series. Mavs have a, a chance to make it a series? Yeah. I, yeah,
3: yeah. I think, look, if Jalen Brunson decides to to show up like he did against Utah, yes. But Luka Doncic is getting hunted relentlessly defensively yeah. because he has to do so much offensively. And it's like we're blaming Luka Doncic for being gassed because he's a starting pitcher for a baseball team that has to pitch the first and second game. He is so tired because he's got to do everything yeah. offensively. And I just don't think unless Jalen Brunson shows up that that's going to be a steers.
4: Michael, were you admiring the MIA play on words just now? Is that that what you were feeling? Feeling it. Feeling it. Yeah, that was good. good. I want that on the page. (laughs) I want
5: to see that on the page. I love it. Um, I want to go West Coast. Now, shifting to the West Coast, Warriors, Grizzlies. And Steve Kerr went there. Steve Kerr said, There's a code in this game. Dylan Brooks violated the code. One, I want to know
4: who gets suspended first in this series. Who loses a limb first in this series and who's going to win? Well, Brooks Brooks got suspended. He's already been suspended for the next game, right? Well,
5: suspended suspect. Well, there's the answer. I was going to say, because I was thinking I had somebody else in mind uh, being suspended because I think Draymond's going to be suspended eventually. All right. Who loses a limb first and who's going to win the series?
4: (laughs) Who loses a limb first?
3: Man, I feel so bad for Gary Payton because he's had such a big breakout season yep. and a guy who would be the answer to guarding Ja Morant. who has been sensational. The, the Warriors don't really have that guy right now who can guard uh, Ja Morant. And I wouldn't be surprised if things get even chippier because, look, Dylan Brooks, what he did against against Gary Payton in the second was not a basketball play. I mean, you can talk about Draymond Green and his hard foul against uh, against Brandon Clark. That was a basketball play. What happened with with uh, Dylan Brooks was not a basketball play, extremely dangerous. And frankly, um, I think there was probably more merit for him getting a multiple game suspension, given the dynamics of this series and sending a message. Because what your question, Holly, suggests is that the NBA's punishment is not enough to get everyone to chill. I think there's going to be even more fire in game three. And I suspect that Steve Kerr's comments probably lit a fire under the, the Grizzlies. And look, Dylan Brooks hasn't been playing well this postseason. He's been extremely inconsistent. So I think even that suspension in and of itself isn't really a detriment to the the Memphis Grizzlies. So I think they're going to be okay in game three. Um, And Draymond Green has to watch himself. Draymond has a history of towing the line. He got fined because of his uh, gestures to the crowd, of flipping the bird to the crowd. And we've seen time and time again, Draymond Green is not going to go out quietly. And if things go awry in game three, Watch out. Draymond is gonna let people know.
5: Yeah, it's gonna get crazy. Right, Mike, uh, Mike and Stro, I, I just I just feel like the, the spirit of this series is nasty. At the root of it is nastiness. And I think we're at the front door of it. I think it's gonna get a lot nastier. I really do.
4: Um speaking of nasty, or speaking of the code, last thing we got for you, Stro, then we gotta let you go. Um I don't know about you, Michael. I'm glad I didn't go as hard at Ben Simmons as a lot of people. Maybe a lot of people in his own organization did when he didn't play in game four and I, and I acknowledge that he lacked credibility um, when it comes to whether or not he was truly hurt, but now he under, undergoes a micro and he's out for what three to four months, but still should make training camp. Um, do a lot of people. owe Ben Simmons an apology right now strobe or can is this a case where more than one thing can be true, but if he didn't play and he ended up having to have surgery looks a lot different than what we thought Than he just, you know, didn't have the heart to step up and play doesn't it.
3: Yeah, we could be of two minds Mike like we can say that situation was not handled well by Ben Simmons and we can also say there was serious issues behind that ish, that that whole saga like there could be two things going on here. And I think when you look at Ben Simmons, I am so glad that we can be done with this. I really hope that we can be done with this, right? Like for the next three to four months, it was such a boring story for me because Ben Simmons would not talk on the record. And it kept being these passive aggressive comments, these leaks, these um, these shadow figures working behind the scenes, speaking on his behalf. And to me, it was just a a real like microcosm of why the media game is just so fraught right now is because we didn't hear from Ben Simmons. We didn't. It was just all this hearsay and all this rumor. And I'm just so glad we can put that story to rest. And I hope he gets back onto the floor and we can move on from this soap opera because it was a huge distraction to actual really great basketball in this postseason.
4: That's wishful thinking. We can move on for now. But. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> Next season ain't that far away. You ain't done leg. with this story. You may <laughs> it's just getting you ain't done
5: with this story. Man, Sproul, efficient as always.
4: Efficient as always. 30 points on 15 shots. Love it. Thank look you, Stro.
2: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal, and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
4: Can I say how grateful I am for Scottie Pippen? Because he is the gift that just keeps on giving. Like, he's great at delivering fodder. For talking heads like us, so in addition to complaining because he never won Defensive Player of the Year because everybody was uh, watching Jordan on the Trash Talk podcast, he also yeah. gave his all-time starting five, and there it is: Magic, Michael himself. I respect it, you know, because he don't want watch; he want to play. Giannis and Shaq. Interesting. If I had to go with all-time starting five, I'll give you one right quick, Michael. I'm going Russell because I want to win, uh, and chances right. are I will. Give me Curry. Give me Jordan. Give me Duncan and give me LeBron around Bill Russell. That's not the greatest five of all time, and I don't give a damn about positions. That's just if I want to win a game. If I want to win one game, I'm going Curry, Jordan, Russell, Duncan, Brown. What about you?
5: Yeah, Magic, Michael, that's the easy part. Uh, mm-hmm. Russell is easy. Now you got three. Um, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, You know, I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to put Wilton there too. I'm gonna put okay. here somehow. You'll figure out and a way LeBron. for him to
4: play. Yeah. Okay. All and then right.
5: Then LeBron. Yeah, that's fine. Of my five. Yeah,
4: that's that good, works. Huh? Look, that's that, Scotty hey, Pippen. It's, and it's hard to
5: Scottie Pippen don't make my 13. One
4: by 13. See, that's the problem. You and Vinny go too far. I know shit was different when Mike left and it was Scotty team. But stop crapping on Scottie Pippen.
0: Stop. Hey, no. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay, when the truth is.